Okay, welcome to another episode of Banter Over Whiskey. Tonight, we're just doing a quick and quick and easy one, just a regular banter, um, go through a bit of a tasting. Um, and tonight, you've got Vic uh, at Vic Whiskey. Um, you've got John at uh, Whiskey and Sound. Uh, you've got Adrian at That Whiskey Place and myself, Brad, at Banter Over Whiskey. Yeah, so we we, we might just go through a, through a quick um, what's in your glass. Um, who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just, just so, make sure the cute. John, go for it, mate. <laughs> All, All right. right. So, what's in my glass? I figure I'd um, go back to Telescope and uh, try the Port Re, or you know, people call it Port Rouge, whatever. But being Gaelic, you don't pronounce half the letters that are in the word, so it's actually Port Re, um, and it is finished in podcast. No age statement. Forty-five. 0.8%, and it's a cool, typical telescope salty dram with, or, you know, sea salty dram, I should say, which is what they're, you know, more known for, but just loads of, you know, um, you know dark plums that come through, or, you know, black plums and orange zest notes as well that come through, loads of spice and, like, you know, black pepper and... It, the brininess isn't as in your face as what it usually is. Like that initial smoke comes through, and then all the dark, like all those dark fruits that um, that are influenced via the pork casks, uh, really start to shine. And it's just a fun dram. It's a really fun dram. Um, yeah. Anyway, on on the palate, oh yeah, there's that there's that typical salt smoke, and then as that starts to dissipate then you'll get all the um the oak the coffee that comes through a bit of chocolate yeah it's fun it's fun uh yeah pretty cool no age statements so um i do like uh some of the other no age statements that they've come out with um like a 57 north really good one even um the eight-year-old car shrink they brought it absolutely cracking but this one i thought i'd you know I'll revisit. I've left that alone in the bottle for a period of time and, you know, revisited. So not as much um, uh, smoke as what you would usually get uh, when you first crack open the bottle. That's died down a bit, which is typical with any um, smoky or peaty um, whiskies. They lose that initial hit at the at the uh, point of uh, corking. So that's what's in my glass. Um, um, what, what was the age statement? Sorry? It's a no age statement. No age statement. Yeah. Yeah. See, I've yeah. I've always I don't know with Talisker I've always struggled unless it's a got a fairly decent age statement on it. I'm, I'm I've struggled with them a little bit. Um, I don't yeah. know. Don't to know. my knowledge, I'm pretty sure these are all um, uh, they're they're chill filtered and uh, coloured as well, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I know like some of the older Talisker's I've tried and phenomenal. Um, I was lucky yeah. enough to try an old Tosca eight-year-old from the eighties, and uh, <laughs> bloody hell, yeah, yeah. just yeah, different go. beast, complete different beast altogether. But having said that, that eight-year-old cast strength, um, when I crack it open, I'll send you guys some samples. That's it's it's a belter of a dram. Even the fifty-seven North, it's it's a belter. So yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, well, I had a belter last last week of a Telescope. It was a forty-four-year-old. Um, it, was, it was incredible. 
But, uh, you know, that's a and, and I had to say it, but it wasn't the best of the night. But, you know. Actually, yeah, I think I saw the comments on that one too. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. that, was that at Corey's or? No, it was at, it was at Manu's, Manu's yeah. place last Thursday, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. He, he was bringing out all the big guns. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Legend of a man. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So I've got a um, – tonight I'm drinking a, a Port Charlotte. Um, it's uh, I like, It's at 56.3%. Yeah. 2009, nine-year-old. Nine um, yeah, it's it's um, it's actually sensational. I'm, I only cracked it for, for Adrian's birthday a couple of weeks back. Um, I suppose it's still doing all right. It's mm. two-thirds of the bottle left still. But, um, <laughs> oh, man, poor Charlotte. Enough. It's just, it's always a good dram. Hey, yeah. that, that sweet peat, um, it always gets me. And that's the, the heavily peated one as well by the looks yeah. of the bottle. So I remember yeah. Port Charlotte was my gateway into peat. So um, I always got a soft spot for them. They're uh, one of my favourite islas and, yeah, big fan of, of the Port Charlotte range. The whole Brook Laddies and the Octomores and everything, they're just, yeah, they're, they're right up there. Just trying to remember what the cask was. And I can't, can't remember. Oh, just oak casks. So just virgin oak, I'd say. It doesn't okay. doesn't actually say on the bottle, um, but oh man, the the I don't know what it is. It must be the spirit that they use. What's the word? It's a um, like a generic spirit, I reckon. Um, and and then when they throw the peat on top of it, oh, just sweetness. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah great stuff. Earthy sweetness. So yeah, and at fifty three percent, gee, it drinks like a forty three percent. After you've had yours, you can, um, you can have a have a glass as well. Absolutely. Get your thoughts. So, yeah, yeah, that's, what, mem- that's what I've got. If my memory serves me correctly, on those poor Charlotte, um, uh, do you, you say you said it was a nine year old? Yeah. 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 Okay. Because I know on the ten they do. Um, First of all, American oak, and then um, and they marry it with um, second full American oak and second full French wine as well. Goes through a series of casks, which oh, okay. Okay. tend to do a fair bit of that, like the um, yeah the marriage of casks, and um, yeah give um, give the spirit a good workout in um, you know in different cask types. And it just adds further adds to the complexity of, of the dram as well. It's um the poor Charlotte's it's one of those, I mean, I don't have it on the bar at the moment, surprisingly enough. I've already got more than enough bloody bottles open there, but <laughs> it's you know, it's one of those if if you're gonna have a peated whiskey on your back bar as a or full like something peated, don't that's the daily right there. Port Charlotte's probably gonna be your top five, if not top three, mm. to pick from, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, because it's not overly aggressive. It's like they say heavily peated. It's forty ppm, but it's it's super approachable. Really is, and like like well, Adrian, it's it's that one that got you into peat as mm, well. So absolutely, I always remember I was at the Mechanics Institute in Perth, and I just went, you know what, I want to try some peat because I've been put off by the heavier stuff. 
-hmm. and the guy gave me some it wasn't this actual expression of port charlotte or something a bit lighter and mm -hmm. um mad yeah i've just been hooked ever since just started off with the light ones and just eased on into the heavier stuff so yeah definitely like i said before definitely got a, a soft spot for port charlotte so and also yeah. um i got a soft spot for Kalila as well which is a uh, what i'm yeah. drinking tonight rated brad's uh whiskey wall downstairs as you can see this one um sorry if you uh if you won't finish but i'm just taking over no, now. No, no. <laughs> well, Richard, yeah, the only, sorry the one mm. thing i mm. i actually just had another another um another sip and as i brought it up to my nose i just straight away got the the bacon on the nose just oh yeah yep yep yeah, yeah. So, anyway, That's, sorry. You shouldn't have said bacon because I can smell that on this one now. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, look, I don't know too much about this one, Brad, so you'll have to help me. This one is the Cooper's Choice. It's uh, distilled by Kalila. It's 55% uh, alcohol. It's a bourbon cast matured, and I haven't got my glasses on, so eight years by the looks of that. Yeah. Um, only one of 330 bottles. So it's. I believe you opened this one down in Tasmania yeah. for my birthday as well. So. I have tried it before, and uh, it's got that lighter bourbony, yeah, the bourbon cast finish to it. As you can see it's not dark like yours, John, and it's definitely not as dark as Brad's there. So, yeah, I, I do like the bourbons. I'm, I'm a big fan of the, um, the the sherry with the peat, but this is nice too. And Kalila, well, like you're saying, top three, John. For me, it's uh, Port Charlotte, Kalila, and, and Kilhoman. So, in no particular order. They're definitely the ones. But, yeah, nice. Yeah, it's uh, light. It hasn't got the really heavy peat smell to it or the on the nose, which is great. On the palate, mate, it's um, even like Brad said, even though it's 55%, it doesn't drink like it at all. It's very uh, quaffable. How's that for a word? Mm. <laughs> yeah, Brad, I don't know where you got it from, but um, I can highly recommend it if you see it. The Cooper's Choice. 2012 Kalila. Yeah, I actually picked that up at um, Oak Barrel in Sydney. So, yeah. Hmm. Cheers to the guys there then. Yeah, That's and then really in fact, I went there. I went in there looking for a. Um, I went in there looking for a Buna Harbin, and um, <laughs> that's what I walked oh, out with. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the the what I what I picked up, and he. They actually, um, that was the first time I've been to um, Oak Barrel, and they um, they had that on on pour, so mm. they they gave me a sample of it, and as soon as I tasted it, I went, yeah, I'll take that, yeah, I'll take mm. one of those. Yep. And then I then I asked what the price was. <laughs> you know, a little bit of puckering at the time. <laughs> um, how much? And um, it was from memory, it was like one hundred and hundred and eighty. Yeah, okay. hundred eighty dollars. So you know, for a seven hundred mil and quality well, quality dram. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I actually took that um, to a couple of um, drinking um, sessions, including the night at Menus, and um, a couple of people said that that was their pick of the night, even up against you know some forty year olds and um, thirty year old whiskeys. So um, it's actually a really good dram, mm. really good. There's dram. nothing. Nothing wrong with the young Kalila. Um, I know mm. this is probably one of my favorite bottlings, which they've bottled as, um, uh, you know, distilled on the Isle of Isla, and they haven't written down it's Kalila, but it's a young Kalila. Like you can 
pick up on all those lovely notes. Uh, Sanzibar bottling, eight-year-old that they'd done from, uh, they bottled in 2016, 2008 distillate. And, yeah, it's 52.8%. And that was just, it's such a cool dram. Like, just independently bottled Kalila is, uh, and Young is just so mm. cool. I think because it's just got that vibrance behind it, it gives gives off these. Oh, um, you wouldn't call it over compl- uh, like like they're not super complex. They're just banging your face. They're big, bold, bountiful, and I think that's just the cool thing about them. So, yeah. well, I, I would suggest that that's almost opposite of that one. That one's quite got a quite a light, yeah, very um, light, really well rounded um, flavor profile. Um, yeah, right. And just that that slight hit, that slight peatiness, smokiness, mm. I guess. Um, it's um, very different to the, the actual calories that I've had. Yeah. So um, it, it's definitely lighter. It's lighter, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, like being a bourbon cask, like you, you don't really hide much in a bourbon cask, do you? So it's it's got to be no, it's got to be quality, otherwise. Um, especially at that lot, those subtle flavors, it, it um, you, yeah, you can't hide behind that. So, um, they've done really well. All I wanted to say is just I'm, I'm glad I got in before Vic because I know Vic's got something special and his uh, his tasting notes just there blows all the way. Yeah, yeah, I know, make us look like school kids. Come on, Vic, come <laughs> on, your turn. What do you got there, Vic? I've got um, thanks for the compliment, I'm flattered now. Um, I've just cracked these just before we started the podcast, and I've already got a little bit of a dent. I go to the rum, can't oh, see, oh, but you just cracked it. Just, just just before you came on, um, John. So, yeah, 15 minutes of 20 minutes I've been drinking this. Um, this is the whiskey club, one of the whiskey clubs add on for the month of January, the Australian whiskey club. That is, um, what a bargain at 90. Australian dollars. Mate, if you like brandy, well, this is the bottle for you. Straight away on the nose, it does it does not smell like scotch at all. It's like pear slash apple brandy all over. And once you try it, oh my god, it's a rhapsody of um apples and pears and oh succulent, delicious pears. Pear juice, you name it, apple juice. Interesting so thing. Like Sounds like a pair of pears? No, or? my no. It's <laughs> interesting. <laughs> interesting. When you guys, when John started describing his drink, I put the glass down and I was, I listened to the three of you and I left it for a good ten minutes on its own. It changed and lost a lot of the fruitiness, and you went to um to an older. Those of you that like Glenfiddich, just go and think at uh, 15 plus Glenfiddich with uh, the oakiness and that subtle vanilla and the nutmeg, typical of Glenfiddich. And, uh, and, and can I just ask, so like a, a, a Glenfiddich to me, the oakiness really comes through and it's sort of yes. there's a, a dryness to it. Um, yes. Are you getting so, that? Did you get that at the start? 10 minutes later. 10 minutes later. So if you don't like the typical mm. Glenfiddich dry oak, drink it straight away. This is one yep. of the few bottles that you can pour and drink straight away, and it's delicious. It's yeah, amazing. I, I just cannot believe for 90 Australian dollars, 
how good this is. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, I wasn't expecting to be crap. I wasn't expecting to be much. It's the fifth release, back to the whiskey, fifth release of um, the experimental series. So what they did, they went and saw a company in south of um, England. Uh, obviously, they make uh, Apple brand. There's not enough on the bo- on the box. They should have some stuff on the box, but there's nothing. Um, my understanding I'm is from, from the whiskey. From the you cooking them up? Yeah, I've just seen if they had any spare, but it doesn't look like there's any left. So, but there's a pretty detailed yeah. um, description of it all. If anyone wants to go and have a look on the, on the whiskey club's website. Okay, so so it is from um they do make it's from a distilling company. They do make brandy, I believe, Adrian and cider. Um, yeah, it's written really small, mate. There's a lot to read here. I'll get back to you in about 15 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I know they make cider and brandy. I'm pretty sure. And what, so what Glenfiddich did, they finished the whiskey. In um in those barrels, and thank God for that because this right. took Glenfiddich to another dimension. I'll be uh, honest, I'm not a fan of oh, apple cider. Yeah, England cider yeah. complete to select the finest Pomona spirit cast, a luscious, sticky, and rich apple brandy liqueur that's similar to port or sherry. Oh, there, you so there you go. go. Yeah, that. from Somerset. In Somerset. The, yeah. Yes, in Somerset. Yeah, yeah. I actually at first I thought it was from Somerset in Queensland. I was all happy about it. And then when I looked into it, I realised it was in England, obviously Glenfiddich in Scotland. And, um, yeah, that's uh, – but, mate, people at home, oh, if you couldn't get – I think they're going to release more of these through Glenfiddich in Australia, I believe, later on. Yeah, so right. that's what yeah. I heard from oh, friends. Oh, I hope so because I, I, I didn't jump on that one when I should have, but anyway. No. Oh, mate. I didn't see it. I love it. If you guys, if you guys like brandy, the sweetness, the trickle brandy, and if you like, if you drink cider, alcoholic cider for our American friends, hard cider, that's what they call it over there. Oh, you're gonna love this stuff. This is the perfect, uh, perfect scotch to trick a bourbon drinker. Just tell them it's brandy. Yeah. So, cheers. Well done, Glenfiddich. Tell you what, hit the nail on the head, and the whiskey club too. Thank you for getting this stuff for us. So it's basically a a whiskey that's been done in a um a, like a liqueur cask, right? Correct. Finished, yeah. Finished in yeah. finished. Oh, did it say was that it finished? Or was, was it finished or finished, mature? yes. Finished. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it would so be um, start bourbon casks and then uh, send it across to And you like reckon it, it's a it's a whiskey that tastes like a brandy? In the beginning, like oh brandy. straight up. It was well, the nosing. The nosing was was out of this world, and I love brandy. I'm a big cognac fan, and I love the Greek brandy, the Metaxas. And this, when Sullivan's Cove brought the brandy out, and I tried it, I tell you, fuck, it's worth every dollar. People think, oh, what would you pay three, four hundred dollars for a brandy? <laughs> Try the Sullivan's Cove, and then come and speak, come and tell me but all about well, it. Um, Classic Glenfiddich maturation in European and American oak, yeah. finished in Somerset Pomona spirit casks, which is. English apple brandy liqueur cask. Yeah. That sounds it, it actually sounds really good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like that. It just it sounds like a dessert whiskey. It is, but don't let it sit on the glass too long because then now I'm I'm it's still the fruitness is still there, but not not in your face like before. You know, it's reverting back to say a fifteen year old Glenfiddich, which is pretty good for ninety bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I wonder, I wonder if the, the the higher ABV is. Oh, hang on. No, what ABV? It's only 43. 
43. Yeah, 43. Yeah, right. Which is more than what their standard bottlings are anyway, because yes. they don't 40. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, true. Correct. Now, now one thing, one thing. It doesn't say non-chill filtered. And I understand the Glenfiddich, they chill filter all their, I was going to swear, all their stuff. So <laughs> for the diehard people like myself, I was frowning Glenfiddich. Well, it tastes good, even though it's yeah. chill filtered. I mean, look, you know what? Because people ask, I don't know about you guys here, but um, I was speaking to one of my other mates and he's hit the nail on the head because I was trying to describe what drinking chill filtered whiskey is like and what the difference is. And if it's one thing that I've noticed with anything that like, and I'll get it here as well, um, don't get me wrong, but I'm still enjoying it. It's like this, this, um, it's an unpleasant syrupy kind of feel that gets stuck to the back of your neck and just sits there. That's one thing I'll find with chill filtered in that, because it's that coloring, that E150 that sits at the back of your neck. It doesn't sit right, really. Um, some are more obvious than others, but I find that personally with, um, yeah, stuff that's been chill filtered. I'm not, I'm not sure if they added any coloring to this because it's pretty light. Um, Glenfiddich being... it's light in general. Like it's just, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe they might have. I hope they didn't. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty light. Well, they, they considering up been... they did because they didn't make it dark enough. <laughs> well, if they did that coloring for the people at home, it's uh, very light copper. What do you think, copper straw? Yeah, yeah honey, yeah, honey. Little, like a light honey color. Yeah, Cold straw, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. even lighter than a Jack yeah. Daniel's yeah. apple. Yeah. It looks uh, like apple juice. Cans oh, in actually, not apple juice. Cans in left. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly not dark enough to be Brisbane River, but no, Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah. No, I was actually curious about that one. No, I was I was curious about that whiskey. So I'm glad that you brought that up because it's given me a bit of insight into what that following. So if it does come up mainstream later on, then yeah, that's well, something I'll I don't know if it will, John, tomorrow. because I had, I had a quick look on the site there and said only one batch was made and the UK are down to their last bottle. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it is going to go mainstream. So maybe Vic should have bought two, or maybe you did. Maybe bought two. Yeah, should have bought two, two boxes. Yeah, look at him laughing. Two boxes. Yeah. Small <laughs> <laughs> says that he's bought a case. <laughs> two, two cases. That's what he got. Um. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I got. I got. A, I got something to tell you, Adrian. It, it might come as a shock, but my New Year's resolution is to purchase only single bottles. You've to try. To try wow. and, and Who purchase are you? single what bottles. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, well, well. There's matter to my madness because that way I can buy more whiskey. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually, like, it's like drinking halves at a bar, mate. You can try more, and I can drink more too. Yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well. In theory, I can drink more, but then it might stop me because straight away I start thinking, "Wait a minute, that's the only bottle I got. Shall I open yeah. it?" So let's see what yeah. happens. Yeah, unfortunately, this is my only bottle, but um, yeah, let's see. There's plenty there still. I will uh, send samples out, and we can do another little banter, a quick banter sidetrack. Brandy banter. Oh, no. On brandy, yeah. When we do brandy band, we we'll do a brandy whiskey. I tell you, this is delicious. It's it's a scotch. Don't get me wrong, guys. When the nose, the nose will trick you. You know, I'm actually going to trick a few people when I go to my next um, whiskey meetings, and um, I'm just going to go sniff this. What do you think it is? I'm just going to tell what type of brandy thing it is. Yeah, I am going to because it's oh so fruity. I hope it doesn't change in the bottle like most whiskeys do. 
the American arc always pushes through. Sorry, 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 John. Decant some of it now, like into a smaller bottle, so that way it doesn't change. Great idea. Great idea. That's good. I've got those those Grouch bottles. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) I'll mail them out. Yeah, nice. And um, this I'm just trying to Charlotte, and sorry, it's um oily is what I get out of it as well, as opposed to the the very oily, which is I don't mind an oily whiskey. It's um yeah, it's different. It just sort of really covers your 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 tongue and your whole mouth feels completely different. And oh yeah, yeah, it's great. Brooklady's spirit in general is quite oily and viscous. It just Mm. hugs your palate, like. Anything from the classic laddie all the way through to Octomore. It just sits on the palate and doesn't want to let go. It's very yeah. oily. Yeah, which I think is that's awesome because that's just a that's the gift that keeps on giving on the palate. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm um, I'm a big fan of this one. That's thanks again, Brad. No worries. Mm. No worries yeah. at all. That's that's um that task has turned into a ball maker now of Pulled that back with an Imperial Stout, a deceptively easy drinking Imperial Stout by a local brewery here in Vic. Two rupees. They are whiskey barrel aged and Imperial Stout. Um, I can't remember if it was Bakery Hill or if it was Corowa or some someone. They got their hands on, yeah, uh, on a local distillery. Barrel aged it 7% and it is just rich coffee chocolate um it's not like i've tried some imperial stats are a bit they can hit the back of your pelt like oh wow that's got some almost borderlining diesel to it like especially the russian imperial stouts if you're not careful but this is just um it's a session imperial stout which that doesn't get said lightly because imperial stouts you just want to sit on the one can that's it i can knock out a couple of those cans easily so uh, yeah, just awesome chocolate and coffee notes that come through, and just subtle malt, um, like yeah, in like in the background. But that complements this uh, Talisker Port Reed very well. That's that's funny. I'm 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 actually having a um, I'm having a baller maker myself. <laughs> there you go. It's a it's a it's actually a beer that um, Adrian got me um, today. Um, oh, bad shepherd! He, um, he went down the bottle and and picked up a couple of beers, and it, it's a sticky date stout from Bad Shepherd. So um, how'd you find that? Well, we still don't know if it's going to be flavour or if it's going to be a repercussion tomorrow, but we'll get back to you with that. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, if there's one thing I found with with uh, Bad Shepherds, uh, like their stouts, let them sit for a bit because straight out the can, all you're tasting is just can almost. Mm. Oh, there's a lot of can influence. But let them start to warm up a bit and all those, the darker notes that should be there start to come through. Because I got a couple of those sticky date stouts and I wasn't impressed the first time I went through, but I let it sit for a bit and come back and I'm like, oh, okay, hang on. Nah, that's not bad now. So it's, um, it's got a sweetness to it that you can, I could relate to as like a sticky date pudding, obviously. Um, but um, I don't know. I kind of had a, I kind of had a thing in my head that it was going to be thick and, you know, you know, it's some of those some beers like that are mm. really quite rich and stuff. Um, and it's yeah. not like that at all, but it's, um, no, it's not, it's quite, um, it's very, I think it's only like 5% or something, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 5.8. I think it was. Yeah. Is it stout? 
No, yeah, six point five. Six point what? Oh wow, six point five percent. Oh, you sleep well. That's very likely six point five. Yeah, well, it, it bloody drinks well. It's um, you know, it, yeah. I, it, like I say, it's not as I, I had a feeling it was going to be syrupy, sort of. You know, had mm. a have a thickness to it, but um, <laughs> it, that it's doesn't still mean creamy. it's not nice. It's still very very enjoyable. So you know, yeah, um, like it's uh, like it the. I dare say, like, there's some butterscotch notes that do come through, but it's not rich and thick in butterscotch. Like, it's got the sweetness there from a butterscotch. Yeah. That's probably what yeah. you'll get more on there. Yeah, it's just the um, flavour. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it was it was um it was really good. Um, yeah. I, I reckon I reckon we've been going 30 minutes now. We might um we might wrap it up. But um, before we go, I just wanted to I just wanted to put it out there. Um, um, everybody, all our listeners out there. Um, thank you. Thank you very much for listening. Um, I just wonder if there's something in particular that you wanted us to talk about. You know, I, um, um, Adrian and I were actually having a chat the other day, and I, I wonder if there's um, there's a, a few topics that I reckon we might we might start to introduce and and just go through as a as a group. Um, so um, yeah, just put it out there. Love to hear from our listeners. If you want to, um, you know, we've had a couple of um, emails and things like that. So. If you want to get in touch with us, just um, hit us up on social medias, just Bander Over Whiskey Podcast, um, or send us a, an email to uh, Bander Over Whiskey Podcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And of course, you know, if you enjoy what we do, um, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to the Instagram account or the um, Facebook page, um, and you might see exactly what's coming up um, on, those, on those sites. Um, or even you know what we've just talked about. So um, if you um, if you like what you hear, please um, follow along on um, social media and talk to us. Happy to happy to hear your thoughts and um, feedback. It's the old uh, it's the old adage, you know. If uh, if you like what you hear, tell your friends. If you don't like what you hear, tell us, and we can change that and move it around. And yeah, so yep. definitely love the feedback from everyone. And if we can uh, keep that going, that'd be awesome. Yeah. So um, thanks, guys. Cheers, Vic. Cheers, John. Cheers, Adrian. Cheers, guys. Always um, a pleasure. Yeah, we'll we'll see you on the next one. Yeah.